Hello and welcome to the TWEP, proudly brought to you by Workplace Services Australia. Your leading workplace strategy, change management, workplace culture and workplace services partner. My name is Bly Williams, I'm the Director of Strategic Special Projects at WSA, currently working on a number of workplace and bespoke once in a lifetime projects for the clients of our sponsor. This week, let's talk about one of the biggest issues organisations are struggling with, workplace culture. There is a shopping list of things that can easily, that is rightly, easily tip a workplace culture that is operating in equilibrium or powering ahead. The first two is the workplace environment and flexible working, having an impact on the third, the workplace culture. Post the pandemic, many organisations of various sizes are struggling with maintaining or at worst, reinstating a healthy workplace culture. During and after the pandemic, the traditional role of people and the workplace was generally handed over to HR to manage. But was it the right decision? The workplace experience is far different to the employee experience, though it does contribute. And this employee experience was a traditional HR remit. Our HR partners have a couple of great assets in their kit of parts being the office, but without their facilities bedfellows or knowing how to lead the change management in this space, it is like hammering in a nail with a, with a $3 hammer. Our HR partners have been tasked to lead the development and implementation of flexible working models, return to the office practices and protocols, even the oversight on what should happen if there's another pandemic wave that the population is not vaccinated against. This is often driven by senior leadership as it looks to resolve the workplace in the post-pandemic environment. But the expertise on the building access, its facilities, the commercial relationship with building owners, vendors and suppliers sits with the FM or corporate real estate team. These experts significantly contribute to the success of such directives. What makes the workplace environment be a winner over working from home, the pub? Don't laugh. You might feel envious, but I was envious watching a lady between Zoom calls eat a dozen oysters and washing it down with a glass of sparkling wine at two o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. Okay, so I'm hearing everyone say, HR policy, blah, blah, blah better than the client's employee you had to pick up some workplace survey data from, which was handed to me off his home office desk next to his bong. Anyway, back to it. Enough storytelling. There is a need to see visible change in the workplace environment. Many workplaces were spatially bastardised prior to COVID to ensure that there was enough desk space for new starters. The post-pandemic workplace needs to resolve these issues. Employees still consider the health considerations and physical distancing as more important than prior to the pandemic. It needs to remain front of mind to ensure that your people consider the workplace as one of the safest places they can be. People must be able to see change. They must be able to understand and appreciate changes that they can't see. These things are as important, like increasing cleaning commitment, day cleaning, access to the building, ended trip and building facilities such as lobby cafes, community meeting spaces, and these are just to name a few. 
All of these things contribute to people returning to the office more frequently, contributing to ensuring that the doom loop does not take hold and improving social engagement amongst staff and management that maintains and builds on workplace culture. It is also important for management to continue to remind occupiers of the importance of physical distancing. Remember, physical distancing, not social distancing. We do not need all our people to be less distant socially. We need higher levels of engagement to assist in maintaining and improving the workplace culture. Senior leadership should not underestimate their people. You can't put lipstick on a pig. You can, but you may as well save you 10 bucks. The physical workplace environment is one of the most powerful tools in the kit of parts that can help your workplace culture stay on track and contribute to the success and the powerhouse of your organisation. Any shortcuts will be discovered, if you like it or not. There is only room for genuine effort. Often HR does not understand the true value of a functional, effective and easy-to-use workplace. The workplace truly does contribute to workplace culture. Don't underestimate it. But let's face it, it's a new world that we work in. Organisations need to train their people to work flexibly. It's about understanding what flexible working is, about delivering outcomes no matter where you work. It's about educating people on where to work and why. Though many people say working autonomously is when you work from home, this can be done at the office. It's about using the right setting for the right activity that will deliver the best outcomes for the individual and subsequently the organisation. And this is when everybody is a winner. Remember, it's flexible working when you work from a variety of locations through the week or month. It's definitely not flexible working when you work from home five days a week or you just substitute working in the office five days a week for working at home five days a week. Then we have the marketing guys who decide to rename flexible working to hybrid working. This is not the case. It's only just creating confusion. Consistency of messaging is also so important, like it was pre the pandemic. The flexible working model can be in one location, for example, in the office, to spend part of the day working at a workstation, another part of the day meeting in a pocket park or an informal meeting space or a traditional meeting room or a project or maker space. This is not a hybrid of location but you can be flexible about your work locations. It can be in the office in the morning, client facing in the middle of the day and working from home for the last part of the day or off on a client site. Both the physical workplace and the flexible working are tools in the kit of parts to assist developing and building a more cohesive and engaging workplace culture. Workplace culture is hard to build and even more difficult to maintain. There are significant influences on the workplace culture, such as management style, management constraints. These constraints can be in terms of people, equity, processes of a result of governance, financial constraints, or human toxicity that may not be a byproduct of the workplace, but more so of a person's personal circumstances. It's all trying to eat away at a healthy workplace culture. So when it comes to workplace culture and how your people connect with their peers and management, this is key. They may not necessarily agree with decisions and processes of management, 
but they sometimes and more predominantly understand and accept the environment and tools that they have to work with. However, it's time to be honest with yourself. Was your workplace culture buggered before the pandemic or did it just hit the skids due to the lockdowns? It's never too late to fix a buggered workplace culture. It takes time. It takes effort in terms of engagement and understanding where you need or want to be. The needs and the wants are different. Often where you need to be is the first step and where you want to be is achieved by building on the needs, which is the foundation of the workplace culture. I cannot emphasize enough, a successful workplace culture can be affected by so many things from the doom loop inside and outside the workplace, organizations, policies and procedures, including flexible working models, management styles, processes, tools of the trade, Developing and maintaining workplace culture is an ongoing task that just does not sit with HR or corporate real estate or even facilities management. It is a combined effort for all three subject matter experts. All employees, management and individual contributors can't be seen to be throwing our hands up in the air when addressing the best ways to reinvigor workplace culture. People are creatures of habit. New habits have been formed from the pandemic and the lockdowns. It is now about providing all people with the tools that they need to create new habits. These may be totally different to the pre-pandemic and their current workplace habits. It's all about communication and importantly, it's about people understanding the benefits in it for them, even the benefits they may not have considered. The benefits may not be financial. It might be career development. It might be delivering a better work-life balance. It might be contribution to a better home environment and relationships. It can also include benefits of improved social skills, more efficient communication and engagement skills. Remember, we only need you for under 15 minutes every Friday morning. Move over Lisa, Nat and Carl. Before we go this week, watch out for the 2023 Workplace White Paper. It'll be coming out just before Christmas and it's waterproof, sandproof. Your dog won't like the taste of it, but we're hoping you'll enjoy the read over summer. TWEP is proudly brought to you by our original and loyal sponsor, WSA. Your experienced workplace strategy, change management, workplace design and workplace culture partner. Please check them out at wsagroup.au. Thank you for joining us for episode 19. Please attach the show notes and leave us your feedback or subscribe. The way it is today, Friday, the 8th of December, 2023. This has been TWEP. I am Bly Williams, and thanks for joining us.